This is a Rooster Teeth production. On October 6, 2014, an anonymous user on 4chan shared a strange email that they had received. This initial post kickstarted a journey down the rabbit hole involving a series of intricate puzzles and the dark web. But as quickly as the mystery spun up, it just as swiftly faded away, leaving us with more questions than answers. Today, we try to piece together the story behind the 432 mystery. This is Red Web. Welcome back, Task Force to Red Web, a podcast all about the unsolved and what gets under our skin and scares us half to death at night. I'm your local resident mystery enthusiast, Trevor Collins, and with me, bringing his gut check, his instincts, and a little bit of sippy cuppy knowledge, Alfredo Diaz. Hello. I am here. <laughs> I'm ready to learn. Feed me knowledge. Mm. Into the sippy cup, this one will go. I will distill this one down. Now, if you remember, Fredo, we covered Cicada 3301. Oh, yeah. Very early on in this podcast's kind of reign. When, when we it were first started. a wee little podcast. Yes, just a child podcast. And uh, so this one is very reminiscent of that uh, in a few ways, but mostly in its puzzly nature that it's all online it's coming in from 4chan but this one definitely takes a wild turn later on and starts to evolve in a wild way but as always super excited to be talking about an internet mystery that's one of our bread and butter topics so let's get into this one 432 mystery and what it means we're going to start with the emails that were received by a few anonymous users online now this begins on october 6 2014 at around or specifically 6.15 p.m. There is a non-user, we're going to call them Austin because it's later found out that their name was Austin, but at the time of this original email, they were anonymous. Well, they came to the 4chan board known as X with an email that they had received and a lot of questions. The X board on 4chan is known for its paranormal content, and it's actually a place where Cicada 3301 was discussed quite a bit in its heyday. Huh. Okay. This didn't seem paranormal to me. No. At no, first no, no. whatsoever. It's usually like where it, a lot of paranormal stuff goes there, but also when people have questions as to like the nature of something potentially sinister, like these emails. Oh, okay. Austin received an email with the subject of what was done. Right. I'm a, I could see that. Yeah. I'm assuming there's no like black market board. Um, I'm sure they, I mean, they have the whole alphabet, each A, B, C, D, E, F. They oh, all, do they? They I'm all mean not, something I've else. I've never been to Fortune. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's a terrible place. You don't want to be there. But like X just tends to be the theme of paranormal content and it's what's going on. a good letter for here. it, for sure. Yeah. And then uh, the only other one I know because we've covered it in the podcast was B, which is random. That's just like a catch all for just general talking points. So let's dive into the email that Austin received that took him to 4chan to try to figure this out because this starts very strange and it only gets stranger. So the email with the subject of what was done had this to say, quote, you have been selected. Where have you gone? In this email, there was a dot onion link with a string of seemingly random letters and numbers. And then the email continues, quote, we are watching number CTM 1764. Now, if you are a fan of this podcast and a member of the task force, you will know a dot onion website or link is a type of website only accessible on the dark web. 
and you have .onion domain or URLs uh, with the Tor browser, T-O-R. And that's a browser used specifically to access the dark web. Oof. Ooh, so Austin no bueno. Up, yeah, that's the place you don't want to. Morning, that's the place you just don't want to be in. You don't. No. It's just it's everything extremely terrible. Yeah, I mean most things illegal are there. Uh, I mean you could but roll even the dice like, and land on a website and dream and yeah. like really really bad stuff are there. Um, they just kind of full send it. So at this point, everyone has signed up. For a site or this at this point austin just received an email we don't know why or how it's just but he's a random gone to 4chan. email yeah he's gone okay, to 4chan to, to 4chan ask 4chan about it he's yeah, like it. here's okay. a screenshot do you guys know what's up also there's this dark web url link that i'm afraid to click on because i don't know what will happen well see this is where kind of like the part in time where i do like 4chan and reddit because of the fact that they'll, they'll get their hands dirty. They'll get their hands oh, yeah. yeah. They'll like dive in, they'll dissect it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So good well, on them. So Austin, curious cat, he dives into the website, takes screenshots of the site, and shares those in oh, his post as oh, well. Oh god. Yeah. That's brave. I would do that on not a computer that belongs to me. Right. No, I wouldn't do it at all. But uh here's what the website looked like. It had a black background with white text. It was very simple, very GeoCities, MySpace early on, you know, that sort of stuff. And it said this, quote, You have been chosen. You have always been awake. Seek and it shall be found. Question and it shall be earned. Enter your cage. This shall be revealed in time, number CTM 1764. Look, children, search. The story has just begun. P.S. Follow the white rabbit. P.S. Follow the white <laughs> rabbit. Because with that said here, I have the screenshot for you as well as task force members at large at Red Web Pod. If you want to check out any of those uh, screenshots on our Twitter. And I think I'm going to wake up our Instagram page. So if you prefer that, I'm going to start committing <laughs> us to it and posting on there too. But that way you don't have to go looking these up. Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as simple is. It's mm-hmm. black background, white text. A little more modern on the text. Clean clean yeah good font choice it's a solid font choice it's a it's a serif font it listen it's just times new roman all caps uh yeah let's just say it like it is right but um, they didn't do anything like cursive or right hard to read not like early myspace days very basic html looking so the final line of this website the one that says the story has just begun i should say each sentence each phrase is essentially its own line And that last one is actually a link. And when you click on that, it gives you the original author's email address that reached out to Austin in the first place. What was done at hush.ai. That's the email address. Again, as always, Task Force, I encourage you, caution, if you're going to get hands-on with stuff like this, if you're going to go to any of these websites, you're going to reach out, just proceed with caution. Know what you're getting into. Maybe finish the full episode and figure out what other people got. Yeah, into I wouldn't first. go running into it. I mean, you you never know. You can get key logged so they can see Absolutely. every. It's just so many terrible things that could happen because internet. Yeah. So Austin's post on that 4chan board said, "What is this X? I was browsing Tor a few days ago. How could someone obtain my email address? I'm so confused. Is this a puzzle or some kind of hidden message? I looked at the website's code and it's all encrypted." What the F do I do? I'm sort of spooked. So basically, they admit that they've been browsing the dark web in some way, and their email 
in that navigation must have been scraped because they were reached out to. That's just... Uh, well, now we know... One. Now, Yeah. Well, now we know why their email was selected and it's not random. That explains that. Mm -hmm. They were perusing the dark web. Yeah. No, not, not a, a good pastime, but others on the paranormal, that X board or whatever, asked for more information. And Austin was wondering out loud to the people because he's like, I'm, I'm kind of new to all this. But is it possible for a tour website to simply access my email address just by browsing it? Austin also claimed that they were just using Tor to search up things like Cicada 3301, often mentioned on the X board, almost like a defense for themselves. They also insisted that they themselves were not promoting an ARG of any kind, that they were actually, as they said it, quote, really concerned. They weren't trying to say like, hey, this happens to be something interesting right. I stumbled. No, no, no. Oh. I'm actually yeah. concerned. What is this? Can you help me figure this out? I'm now right. worried for my safety. No, no BS. Well, I also like how they were trying to cover their tracks. They were like, no, no, I was on the uh, black market because uh, I was looking up a previous mystery. Nothing else. Nothing nothing nefarious or anything terrible there. And then goes on to, at least they went out of their way to say that, hey, this isn't like me trying to sell you guys this like story mm -hmm. or narrative. This is actually me being concerned, which is good because we would discuss that angle if, if, right. if it wasn't stated. Well, he's like, listen, I can tell that you guys on this board here often use Tor or whatever mm -hmm. in, in whether it be exploring other mysteries like Cicada or just in your normal everyday stuff. Sometimes people use it just so they can have anonymity and not be tracked. So he's literally saying, hey, uh, I'm just coming to you guys because you have experience with this. What's going on? And when looking at the code, he's like, look, it looks encrypted. I can't tell the purpose of this website. And it was sent to me at random. This is when another anonymous user said that they emailed the email address that was linked to them just to see what would happen. And they actually got a reply. This time, the subject was different. It said this, where have you gone? Where am I now? The message part of the email said, quote, life or death. You choose the path, child. The light is shining bright. The world is waiting. And again, it said number CTM 1764. This is the second time now that they've referred to making a decision of some sort and also referring to the reader as child. It feels very, as you kind of implied, yeah. matrixy. It's like an online cult or something like that. It seems like a, rare, a way to recruit mm -hmm. people for an online cult. Right. Like there's going to be at the end of all of this, some sort of like end of days right. message. We've identified right. the right candidates to escape to this flat earth. You know? <laughs> yeah. So the same person who emailed what was done claimed they received yet another one that said this, quote, watching, we will be in touch. This time the email listed the same anonymous user's Facebook page and Twitter page. They then claimed that they weren't worried because the email that they used to reach out to them had their name in it. So they probably just Facebook searched and Twitter searched their name, pulled but, that stuff and sent it back. But this is still Austin's information? No, this is a second person now. So Austin oh, was, re so Austin right. got the email, went okay. to 4chan. Yep. Someone the else first, yeah, entered the first in person email. on 4chan, which the collection is just referred to as anonymous. Right. Because by nature of the website, everyone's identity is hidden 
Mm-hmm. And so this anonymous user then said, look, I'll reach out to the email. I don't care. They got back a cryptic email and then they got back a second email this time with other information with their social pages. And okay. this person's like, listen, I'm not, I'm not too worried because my name was in my email. So they, it's not like they scooped my data or something. Okay. But they are maybe trying to make it look more sinister. Okay. By like, I still look, wouldn't, I know who you are, Wade Watson. I, I still wouldn't like mess with that at all. Right. Who's who's to say they have no, the ability? I it's wouldn't just poke like, the bear. Either. Right? Just don't. No, 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 no. But also bold to dive into this face first using an email right. that has your name in it. Go get a it different takes, email. Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> takes like two seconds to make a new email. Right. Make a new email. Right. You know, you go to all this length to get a Tor browser. It's very to, weird. To explore some dot .onion websites. And right. just like, I'm going to well, use my email, wadewath at <laughs> right. gmail.com. At 123 Street. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they, they're claiming they're not too worried. Okay, well, fine. But another Anon user told the original poster, Austin, that one of the websites they visited while browsing on the Tor browser must have logged their IP looked that person up and subsequently found more information about them and that's how they were then able to get their email in the first place it's not super unlikely okay yeah they also added that in reference to this particular website that this person was emailed that the website creator obfuscated their code pretty well encrypted it hid whatever meaning was behind it, whatever its purpose was. So that way, anybody browsing this website, looking into it, would have a very difficult time determining the true nature of this website. Oh, okay. So anyone that's like really smart with like computer engineering stuff can like try and break down the site and the code for the site. At least not at a glance or at least with without decrypting it, which might be tough. Okay. So other Anon users started emailing this what was done email address and all of them started receiving similarly cryptic messages. One of these new anonymous users appeared claiming that after going on the .onion website, they immediately got an email as well. So now we have a situation where someone just straight up went to the website, they didn't reach out via email, yet regardless, they too received an email. So there's something going on here that is allowing the website creator to grab people's emails, however they're doing it. Gross. (laughs) This is when the conversation started spreading not only from 4chan, but to other websites, including an IRC, which is an internet relay chat, a simple text-based group chat where these anonymous users started to cluster up, talking to one another to figure out what was going on on this website and begin their kind of investigation into this website. This is like part of the internet in which I have very little knowledge of uh-huh. and have not explored whatsoever oh yeah at all i look up car and video game stuff yeah. and like yeah, yeah. like marvel stuff mm-hmm. and this is like this relay chat thing and the anonymous sites and things like that i've just never i, I like, love this stuff. i just i just never Here's the thing. Ever. I love this stuff because it's so interesting. Will. Yeah, no, because I'm 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 just like you. I don't go heads first into this sort of stuff. I love talking about it. I love yeah. finding out about it. I love knowing that that kind of stuff goes on essentially next door on a website that you don't go on. But never would I probably find myself neck deep 
doing this sort of stuff. It's I mean, intriguing, that said, slightly terrifying. Yeah, but that said, I have texted and called some numbers before, <laughs> like in the dream survey stuff. And then and, and immediately we, but, we walk it back. But I used a VOIP to hide my, my identity. You know, right. So I wasn't out here no, they, kind of they like, still have it. Yeah. You, know, think, you yeah. think you did. But I don't know. They've worked I, around that. The, that was some sort of ARG. I think I'm fine. I'm safe. Right? <laughs> I'm right. Someone say I'm safe. I'm Someone safe. say I'm fine. Guys, I'm safe, right? Um, but yeah, no, like I love this kind of thing because it's so interesting and uh and it almost feels like whether it's just a story, because a lot of these end up being ARGs, augmented reality games or alternate reality games, fun in their own rights. It's just regardless if you have that suspension of disbelief it's it's like becoming a detective for your own like digital crime or just a digital intrigue in this case but this is where things start to get really interesting the website starts to evolve and new clues start popping up and it gets only more cryptic from here so let's dive into the investigation that followed because later that evening and into the 7th, so now we're, we're talking about like people hanging out all night, really trying to figure out what's going on. Again, straddling October 6th, 2014, now into the 7th. The site updated. So now that it's gone viral, in just a few hours, the website updates. This time it includes WAV files, WAV files, which are high quality audio file types. So now they're basically sounds embedded in this website. Each one was uploaded one by one, linked by the phrases, quote, the message is coming, the form is eternal, and the end occurring. Each of these linking to their own wave. With the third update, supposedly Atlantean runes were added to the page, which translated to cage. If you remember, right. one of the lines earlier said, enter the cage. I don't know anything about Atlantean runes. Yeah, I didn't know what, what? Atlantean runes. Is this a, a real thing? There's there's no... I'm going to look this up. Oh. I mean, there's an Atlantean rune alphabet. So someone created like Atlantean a whole... Atlantean language. Atlantean language then? It was created by Mark Ockrand, especially for the Disney film Atlantis The Lost Empire. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. We're now, using runes from a Disney now movie. Now we're into it. <laughs> This is very weird. I mean, people use Elvish all the time. Some Lord of the Rings stuff. Right, but like a dark web oh, thing that's okay. being like... <laughs> a dark website just being like, Using you know what? I'm going to use this Disney movie's like yeah. alphabet. It just seems like a an interesting way to look more cryptic than you are. And then people somehow latched onto it like that, translated the runes, and it said Cage. C-A-G-E. Okay. So now the WAV files were converted to JPEGs, images, which sounds like a very strange way of going about things. But if you remember in Cicada, that was a very common tactic to take a, an audio sound, run it through a spectrograph, and you basically can envision the audio file in all of its waveforms. And if you look at it through a certain, I think it is a spectrograph, you can sometimes see images out of it. This all of this is nuts. It's so weird how people figure this stuff out. Yeah. But I also think we take for granted what an image is, what sounds are. It's all just data. And you can just true. have your computer reprocess it into a different way. So people smarter than I uh, took these audio files and converted them into images. And these images were even more cryptic with their messaging and the tone of the sounds. By the way, I do want to say this is the namesake of this mystery. The sound had the 432 hertz frequency, basically 
432 waves per second. This is likely what led to this whole mystery's name, but we'll park that for right now. The site itself was updated once again to feature a symbol representing the Mayan concept of Hanab Ku, or, quote, one god in English. And now it had new text, and I'll show you that here in a second. But the text said this, quote, We are in the seventh day. We have experienced everything. We will not disappear. We will face a catastrophe. Most of us will perish. We will be reborn again. So immediately... There it is. Yup. This sounds like that doomsday, end of day cult stuff. Especially when you tack on a Mayan concept Mm -hmm. with a glyph of some kind, a symbol... Right. And then you hearken back two years prior to this incident or this was it event. 20, was 2012. 2012. Which was supposedly oh the end of days yeah. per the Mayan calendar. Now, there's plenty to dissect with that. And I'm not going to go deep into the Mayan calendar. We're still here. Mystery right now. Or are we? Oh, yeah. I mean, we could, you know, it could have ended and the simulation began. See, now this makes sense as to why anyone was able to, like, get their email scooped. And then sent an email and Mm -hmm. everyone was able to kind of like dive in and get involved Mm -hmm. because it seems very cult-like. Definitely. I have a message. I want more people to hear my message and follow my way. Yeah. It's it's amazing how fast this website pivoted and updated. It makes me wonder if Austin, despite his pleas, was actually involved with this website and maybe was the creator could have been because and then now everyone's like whoa right they're diving in he's now it's like popping awesome off. look at everyone interacting with what i made the Absolutely. story that i'm trying to tell right and on top of that i do want to say it says the end occurred it's another link at the very top of the page but and now this is where this word of mouth history starts to get a little difficult to decipher because 4chan is a temporary forum it's not like reddit where you post something that stays there uh until someone deletes it it deletes itself After being inactive for amount of time, other posts coming online, it pushes things down. And once you hit a certain page limit, things just roll off and get deleted. So with that said, people think that it was likely that same day that the website was updating, or I should say early in the morning hours of the 7th, that the website updated to have a plum background, a purplish background with white text rather than a black background with white text. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a little color change. little color change with the added line of no hope for the masses, keep guessing. Almost as if to say that the people that were stumbling into this website and theorizing as to what was going on were wrong. Were wrong. That they weren't getting it, that they would have to keep guessing, have to keep poking around this website. Also on the 7th, it was discovered that 10 usernames of people discussing the website in the IRC chat that I talked about before were now listed on the website itself, almost as if there was a mole or that the creator of this website was themselves among the conversation. That's a really cool concept. Yeah, because again, this is a local group now. This isn't just a broad internet forum. It's a private little chat. Or maybe they're the chosen ones. (gasps) The chosen investigators. I mean, they did say keep guessing. And so they're watching the guesses happen. That's 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 an interesting like or it's Austin. That's true. It could literally <laughs> just be Austin. It's pretty cool, though, to know that, like, the person that created this is deeply involved in some way, has, like, sight and vision in some oh, yeah. way. As spooky as that can be, I love a mystery that kind of pokes back. 
You know, right. you go poking and prodding, trying to figure out answers, and this one responds and yeah. reacts accordingly. And we haven't, I mean, we've done over, what, 100 episodes now? Mm-hmm. And we haven't had any, really. Maybe, yeah. Maybe a one. It's the internet. That's why I love the internet ones. The fact that you can, like, you know, you're investigating all of a sudden, just like, all right, well, now my name's on this site. Yeah. It's like, scary, but also, Very it's like, freaky. whoa, I'm really involved mm-hmm. on some deeper level. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, and then with Cicada, there were people that figured out previous year's puzzles, and they were then let into this secret society of some mm-hmm. sort, and they weren't able to say anything, but they were at least involved with something. And then Lake City Quiet Pills, I think our first episode right. for this podcast, uh, also another internet mystery, something very similar. When people started poking around the back end of this very mysterious website, and they saw this conversation happening behind the scenes, suddenly the website reacted and it encrypted itself. And so then you couldn't figure it out. Then people decrypted it and then they said, screw it. And they just wiped the website. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't like getting hands on with this sort of stuff. Cause you never know what you're dealing with. No, not at all. But it does get so interesting. It's so fascinating to me. So with that said, now 10 usernames were posted on the website. One of those was someone called Forrest who also received an email from what was done on October 7th. They received an email where the subject line was a string of numbers and it said, quote, follow this, become illuminated, the time is nigh. The email was attached with a screenshot of the Roswell Daily Record front page and the main article said, quote, RAAF captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region. We're right back to aliens. Right. This is this this is it's like, scattered. It's it's pulling my attention, but like in a fun way though. Yeah, it's gotten to be like I mean, it started like, you no, know, hey, I was browsing the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the dark web type thing, and now it's like, kind of fun. It's kind of fun. It's made me put my guard down. I don't That's like it. That's the thing. That's the thing. Your guard's down. But, but I don't know. You're right. It doesn't feel sinister. It doesn't feel like no. there's anything nefarious just yet. It feels like a story is being told and we're just along for the ride. Where are the playthings? Well, see, that's the twist that I don't want. <laughs> so the next day on October 8th, the site updated yet again with the text that said LIARS in all caps. Uh-oh. There you go. Oh. There's a turn. You're yeah. mad. Now, now you've angered the entity. Uh, and this time, liars was followed by a colon and the number one. This one linked to an image of Forrest's face. Oh, snap. Yeah. So this is no bueno. Yeah. This is a group of people that prioritize their anonymity. I mean, they, they browse a website that is all about that, yeah. which is why such dark things come up on that website. So again, I urge you caution if you go there anyway. But... They figured out their username from the IRC, the Internet Relay Chat. They then figured out from that username what their name was in order to search their face. This is why when Facebook came online in the early, early days, like after mm-hmm. MySpace, I said, why? Yeah. <laughs> I said, why? Why do you need to know what my interests are? Facebook. <laughs> but now it's a different time. Uh, yeah, now everything now knows time. everyone about every. Yeah, thing. now now it's why wouldn't why wouldn't you say your interest? What are you hiding? Well, I mean, okay, hold on. Let's let's dissect that for a second, uh-huh. right? Say, this man's struggling. By the way, I just want to say <laughs> this man's struggling to get comfortable. His feet are up and down and up and down on this on this swivel chair. I, it was. And then he's like, you know what? Let me just let me just get up into this well, mystery. Me, he's, me, he's tuned in now. Let me let me get up in this. Mm. 
This is very interesting what you said. Back then, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. why would I put my picture? Why would I put my information up? Et cetera, et cetera. Nowadays, if you were to date someone and you're obviously, you're going to want to see their social media. Sure. If they were to say, I don't have one, is that alarming to you? No, I don't think so. I think there's enough people that for, for no other reason other than just not wanting to be on social media, mm -hmm. don't have social media. I don't think it's super common, but I think it's known Not even enough. like a private account? You're getting into some Black Mirror stuff right now. <laughs> what, are, what are you talking about? I'm You're just, like, this person's not in the phone book. I'm just, the white pages. I'm just saying. I don't, you know what? I, I don't know. I can see how that can be alarming to some. Maybe I'd say like, show me a friend of yours. <laughs> let me, let me see, see, a, let me see a mom or a dad. I'm trying to break them down just a little let bit. Let me see a family member. Because then I don't if, got, if you I don't, have somebody that knows I'm just nobody, saying. If you I, have somebody, it, they got no like, socials. Do you, have, do you have Twitter? No. That's do you have fine. Instagram? That's no. fine. Do you have TikTok? No. Do you but have if Facebook? I start going, no. wait a minute, I don't know anybody else in their real life. Now they could really be toiling. Well, I mean, like, you could be like, yeah, I mean, I have cousins, friends, families. And you'd be like, I could look them Can up, I but I don't have mom? the I don't have the apps downloaded or anything like that. Mm. I don't mm. I don't go on that. It's interesting, you know, like it's interesting how quickly the zeitgeist shifts. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So coming back to Forrest though, that's Terrifying. his username. Terrifying. His face is posted on the website next to the word liars with a tally of one. It's not just a here's a link, here's his face. No no no. It is says it says liars colon one and when you click one it links to his face uh now what Forrest may have lied about is uncertain to this day mm -hmm. uh we don't know the ins and outs Damn of that it. irc i mean it could, it could have been a number of things well let's could... let's see what oh, they had to say okay, okay. so so they wrote in a different x thread or post quote a lot of things happened yesterday that got me h0p2 and memer i imagine that those are two usernames, so Hop2 and Memer, totally spinned off to something completely different. As a punishment, I'm on the website as Liar. So now it almost seems like there is a battle for the theory as to what's going on behind this website. But I'm kind of confused, like, how is it a punishment to be called a liar? Why are these two other people that are kind of hypothesizing on this website now able to have that sway on the website? It's strange. But on October 9th, the names were removed from the site and each was replaced with, quote, reject hatred. So before this website evolves any further, I'm going to stop down because this is now very quickly getting strange. Th this is a spiral. It's, it's going to spiral it, it, even tighter. So I think we're kind of at like a breaking point. Mm -hmm. It seemed at first that this was mysterious, structured. Then we kind As of you said, went, fun. And, right. And then now we've gone into cultish. Oh, yeah. But it's turned into what starts to be very dangerous, which is reactionary and emotional. Yep. So that's what's alarming is because it's shifting and it's seeming as if like this is you're playing to a personality and that personality's emotions. Yes. Which God knows what's a misstep and what's not. So that's dangerous. Yeah. Especially when you're starting to see your faces. Right. When that shouldn't be happening, mm -hmm. you're starting to see language like liar, hatred. These are highly negative yet emotional, as you mentioned. Yeah, states. See, so you got a quick pivot. You got to change the terminology of that, right? Like when you don't don't go in and be like, "Hey, I'm starting a cult." Say, "I'm starting a community." 
<laughs> I'm just <laughs> put that down. You, Rule number one: you gotta you gotta pitch it properly. I mean, it's just because I mean, you know, we play games. I've been playing. You game call called, it Task Force. Been playing go- game called. <laughs> you have them listen to a podcast. Right. That's step two. You and tell threes. them that they have an office. They have yet to step in it, but they have one. Right. You know. Then what you I'm sell saying? them a sippy cup of knowledge. I mean, That's a cup. A, a cup. <laughs> Glassware. It's something it's a to unify a group. Beautiful cup. They 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 take the cup. They don't know what's in there yet. <laughs> they have no clue. I'm just saying. You hypothetical. Break. All Look, hypothetical. It's all hypothetical. Exactly. And then on top of that, you make them feel like they're a part of a team. You give them a mascot. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a little just spitball. Just spitball here. A little chunky goat <laughs> with tiny hands. Do you know what? That's so unique. It's it's I love that I'm yeah, in already. Exactly. I'm just saying, like, there are ways to mm-hmm. To comfort people into this community, and they right. haven't really quite taken the uh, the proper steps here. I do want to reflect, though, before I get into the evolution and what are now called the lessons that this website starts to pose. We've had somebody browsing the dark web for whatever means, whatever doesn't matter. I'm not going to worry about it. Suddenly, they get an email with a website that can only be accessed by a Tor browser that takes them to the dark web. It's a very basic website. They share it. It really catches on. Overnight, the website updates, has some runes, has some Mayan glyphs added Disney to runes. it. Disney runes. Don't get me, uh, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. And then it starts to talk about the end of days. It starts about talking about seven, which is very, uh, has a lot of religious oomph to it, the, the number seven. And then even quicker than that, it starts listing usernames of people that are talking about this. It doxes one of them with their face. Then it starts to pivot into this kind of like heightened language, like liar and hatred. It seems like you said, like it's spiraling very quickly. Now, on October 8th at about 1.52 p.m. GMT, the strange site began featuring pictograms and intricate puzzles that the website called The Lessons. The lessons grew increasingly complex and required knowledge of math, history, cryptography, science, among many other subjects, very similar to the Mayday mystery that we talked about. Uh, If you don't know much about that, it's a newspaper article that comes out at the beginning of May every year. I believe it's the Arizona State University in their university newspaper. And there's so many references to like history and English and literature and math and science and so many of those other things. It's really, really cool, but it's it's so cryptic, it's right. almost impossible to decipher a meaning. Now, lesson one, I'm going to show you each of the lessons because there's a decent number of them at this point. But the first lesson, I want to kind of hang on a little bit. It depicts a 90 degree arc on the left side of the photo. I'm going to show you, but go ahead okay. and try to picture because some task force might need your help. As always, by the way, task force, we're going to post these photos on our Twitter and now Instagram pages at RedWebPod. Go check it out. The arc was made up of 19 rows of seven circles for a total of 133 circles. There was a wave connecting this arc of circles to a shape resembling a bowl with a cube hovering above it. This wave is made up of 28 circles with 14 peaks. To the right of this, what I've just described, is a large geometric figure made up of 10 hexagrams. Hexagrams uh, are the geometric name for the Star of David, that very same shape. So while I continue to describe it, I'll show you there what it looks like. 
it's basically like that 90 degree arc is like a fourth wedge of a circle. Interesting. So this looks like it looks like a horizontal broom. <laughs> it does look like a broom. It does. Right on its side. Yeah. Heading it looks like towards a- what looks like a very intricate uh, mosaic tile wall. Yeah, exactly. And then there's a cube above the handle of the broom. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what it looks like. The exact meaning or the goal behind this lesson is quite unclear, but on the 432 Mystery Wiki site, a few theories have been pointed out as to what they could mean. People smarter than I kind of hypothesized. I would have no clue where to start or oh my God, begin. No. Uh, it's... It would take me a lifetime. It's just as hard to describe the thing as it is to understand it. Yeah. So with that said, let's talk about two of the purveying theories with regards to this lesson. You have Metatron's cube, is what it's called. The geometric figure described in the right of the photo has been theorized to closely resemble a figure known as Metatron's cube. Metatron's cube is a mystical cube used by the archangel Metatron to watch over the flow of energy connecting Earth and the divine. It supposedly spins with the energy to help you replace negative thoughts with positive ones and acts as a reminder that the universe wants us to discover our personal power and use it to do good. So now we have a very metaphysical theory on top of what... I mean, this could be the true nature of it because this website's very cryptic. This is in, this is spiraled into insanity. Now we're talking about the energy yeah. of a person. Mm-hmm. Remember, and, 432 hertz is a frequency. Like, right. We're really going to get all tesla out of our minds right now. Uh, okay. Uh, because we've got Decepticons involved <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Megatron's cube is a uh-huh, whole uh-huh. thing. Metatron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Before we get too far, Nikola Tesla was <laughs> a brilliant person, discoverer of alternative currents. Yeah, many uh, things. And, and things like that. I mean, just like theorized have discovered things. His theories are, are way beyond insanely us. dangerous too. Now, one of the things, if you subscribe to his brilliance and his invention, one thing that I want to say before we get too much deeper is a famous quote of his: "Quote: If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration." Now, it could be that in his old age, he might not have been as with it anymore. Many people do think that, but. I do want to say that Nikola Tesla was obsessed with the idea of frequencies, specifically certain tones, and that these frequencies would have a lot more power than we think. Uh, you know, we, we take for granted that the world that we're in is the way it is, and you interact with things. But I'll use Clock Stoppers, Disney Channel movie, all right? To, to, Whoa, we pulled that one out. To give you a good idea of like how what we take for granted could be shifted with technology that just mm-hmm. ex- ex- accesses some of this stuff. So like this I, this movie had a watch that if you hit it, your particles would start moving faster. And because of that, you could move through things and you could move fast and time would look frozen. Yes, that's essentially sci-fi. But the idea is that in that movie, they discovered technology that could change the fundamental understandings True. of this world. Or if you bring it back to like reality, right? Um, someone's voice, uh, at a certain pitch can break glass. Right. Or the resonant frequency. Exactly. Or if you stay true to this movie podcast, shifted over to a great movie, The Core. Oh, yeah. Center of the Earth stopped spinning. It stopped because the government had a device that can cause 
earthquakes mm. and, and so but then then um, that stopped the core and then when they wanted to travel they found a scientist that has a technology to essentially send like vibrations yeah and then that would uh destable and and deconstruct like rocks and stuff like that yeah. so then that way they were able to journey through and yep. it's like different frequencies can do different things and interact with matter in different ways, which right. is quite interesting. I don't know, just trying to ground something that sounds very fantastic, because I think most people just take this and throw it out the window and be like, eh, it's whatever. I wouldn't, but I have to relate it to movies in order for me to go, <laughs> oh, okay. I think Dune, which is a book first, movie second, but fantastic movie nonetheless, is a, is a great franchise that takes this type of idea and makes it practical, right? Like, so they don't like computers, so they have folks that can, like, use their brains as calculators, or they have people that use what is called the voice to compel people to do stuff. I'm not super well versed in that universe, but basically like they try to use these concepts to try to ground it in actual physics. See, I think it's difficult about like stuff like this is that it could be an ARG. And then from there, I mean, right off the rip, it seemed like they were pulling from the matrix. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And who's to say that they're not, they're not just pulling from, I mean, they pulled from the damn Disney movie, the alphabet. That's true. So who's to say they're not just pulling pieces here and there? This could just be a there. movie mystery. And we're, I mean, we're the best ones to crack that kind this of thing. This is true. So coming back to another theory that attempts to answer what's going on in this first lesson is called acoustic levitation. The wave in the middle of the photo is potentially representative of the 432 hertz sound wave. Acoustic levitation is a method for suspending matter in the air against gravity using acoustic radiation pressure from high-intensity sound waves. According to the wiki page, the shape of the wave depicted gives an odd result. Now, this is a good example of something that is a little less fringy because there are applications where you can go see acoustic levitation in play. I didn't even think about taking that photo and converting it to an actual like frequency and then experimenting with it now are you now are you getting into the scientific stuff mm -hmm. basically all i'm trying to say is despite as fantastic as some of these theories are uh you know there have been both reputable and unreputable sources that have all come together to be like there's something about frequency and whether it is that we just haven't unlocked it yet what do they say any sufficiently advanced enough technology would look like magic to us and it could just be, that's, could just be, that's that true. what we're tickling here with the idea of frequencies and all of that sort of stuff, controlling the universe, is just a, a deeper fundamental understanding of the world. And we just haven't cracked it yet, so it just sounds way too good to be true. Just sounds like silliness. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, I love the, the thought of that, right? Take an iPhone, hand it to someone, right. like, way back when. Just go back to the Victorian era, give them a smartphone that has no wires attached, have them touch something that they not only a touch screen, but then they can talk to somebody across the world. Right. And they're like, oh my God, I hear this voice in this box. Is this a recording? What is this? Like, yeah. It's wild. You could see something, right? You, right. you could have a video phone call happening. And like, and that just uses either magic or they're like demon, like radio waves and stuff like that. This is where my brain gets like lost in the details. But yeah. It's so interesting that I like, I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, it's a fun, like, whether this is trying to get you to join a cult or the ramblings of someone who is not all there or um, just an ARG. It's mm -hmm. intriguing as hell. It's a fun little ride that we've been on so far this episode. Hello, Task Force. This is Christian, your producer, just wanting to jump in for a hot minute, go through some orders of business, and then we'll be right back into the show. 
First off, I want to say, if you missed it, we launched Red Web Case Files last week. It's our brand new video show that we've been talking about. We're super stoked. We're super excited. Please, please, please go watch it. Show some love, some support. Share it with people if you like it. You can watch it on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash redwebpod. This first episode was all about us discussing fan theories that you sent us from past mysteries. It was a great time. We're very excited for the next one. Like we said before, this is a bit of a variety show, so we're going to have different formats, ideas, creative that we'll be doing every week. So please tune in every Friday, 10 a.m. Central Time. It will be released on our YouTube channel every Thursday on Rooster Teeth first. Please tune in. Let us know what you think. We're excited to keep making it. And if you missed it last week, we also dropped our owl catfish coin on our store at store.roosterteeth.com. Dot com. You can take this, use it to decide which animal you want to be afraid of at any given moment. Just flip that coin, you'll figure it out. And just to give you a little sneak peek, episode two of Case Files, we'll be diving into the uh, precise differences between the two animals and which one really is the scariest. So get ready to flip it for episode two of Case Files. The last order of business next week on Monday, October 3rd, we're continuing our Pin of the Month Club. We'll be dropping a squonk pin that's right, mark your calendars. We got a squonky pin coming for you. Going to be available on the store at store.roosterteeth.com. Join that pin of the month club. Let us know what other pins you'd like to see in the future. Tweet us at redwebpod on Twitter or email us at redweb at roosterteeth.com. And now, a word from our sponsors. This episode of Red Web is sponsored by BetterHelp. Today's world is complicated and sometimes we can get stuck focusing on the problems instead of coming up with solutions. But maybe with a different mindset that same situation would be easier. It can be difficult to train our brain to focus on problem solving, especially when faced with life's challenges. At least, it's not easy on your own. So how do you learn? Well, that's where a therapist can help you out. There's so much we can get from therapy, whether that's reducing stress, helping with anxiety or depression, or just healing in general. BetterHelp is a great option if you're interested in giving therapy a try. It's entirely online, it's convenient, it's private, and it's affordable. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com redweb to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash redweb. This episode of Red Web is sponsored by Shady Rays. Sunglasses season is in full swing, but I live in Texas where it's always sunglasses season. So I've always got an opportunity to wear a pair of Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company with a world-class product. They've got durable frames with clear, polarized lenses perfect for outdoor adventures. And what's great is they offer replacements for lost or broken pairs. So if something were to happen to your pair, you sit on it, drop it, whatever, Shady Rays will replace them with a brand new pair. That's right, they have got your back. I love the way Shady Rays look. They've got such a clean frame, and I love the, the color options. The polarized lenses are always a plus with helping with glare from the sun. I love them. They're super cheap, super affordable. If you don't love them, you can exchange them for a new pair or just return them within 30 days. Shady Rays has a great deal for Task Force members. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code REDWEB for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's ShadyRays.com with code REDWEB for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. This episode of Red Web is also brought to you by Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Did you see Stranger Things and think, I wonder if I'd like D&D? Or are you a D&D veteran who just loves the game? Behold, Tales from the Stinky Dragon, a hilarious audio D&D podcast. 
It's a show for D&D amateurs and veterans alike with top-tier storytelling, immersive sound design, an original score, and special guest voice actors each week. Join Dungeon Master Gus Sirola every episode as he guides Barbara Dunkelman, Chris Damaris, Blaine Gibson, and John Reisinger through an epic and hilarious campaign. Go listen to Tales from the Stinky Dragon wherever you get your podcasts. And now, we dive back into this confusing rabbit hole that is the 432 mystery. Please enjoy. Now, there are many other lessons, and we're not going to go into as detailed theories and descriptions on those ones as we did on the first one. But again, the exact goal of what these lessons are, who made these lessons, what they're trying to teach us, it's all unclear. Um, But I'm going to read the names of these. There's the catastrophe. There's the true history. There's the incongruity. There's the progenitor of our division. There's the panacea for our division, the medial recalibration, the abducted preceptor, the justified ostracism. That's weird. The justified ostracism is literally just looks like a sound wave, as if someone recorded their voice, captured what that waveform looked like, and uh, and then just posted that. But here, I'll, I'll give you these to kind of look over. There's a couple there. And they're all like little schematics. Like, they, uh, one's yeah, got they a just... pyramid on it. One's got, like, they're all two-dimensional versions of a 3D object. Or... They're just a ton of schematics and different spheres and uh, triangles. Yeah. And uh, squiggly lines, some sound uh, waves, audio waves. There's a lot of Even then, that's growth. just like one half of the, like the picture. The other half mm-hmm. has circles and designs, squares, squares within squares, circles within circles, lines... Yeah, this is weird. One of these, interestingly enough, has, I don't know if that's the Earth and the Moon, but it's a solid circle with a, an outline circle around it. And I don't know, it looks like it's a planet orbiting a sun or a moon orbiting a planet. And then it looks like, you know, uh, the golden record that was sent out with Voyager that has like the basic outline of a human. It has what our DNA looks like. It has the, the location of our solar system in the galaxy, as well as which planet we are. It's got all this stuff on it for if any alien happens to pick up the Voyager. Why would we do that? Listen, I I don't know, but we did it. And on the other side of it is a mashup of some of the best songs from what, like the 70s, 60s and before. So there's like all sorts of stuff on there. One, hold on. This is as rudimentary as that. That's all I wanted to say. Now go off. Why would we do that? Right. And who the hell decided that they had the power to de- to determine that for the rest of the world. Correct me if I'm wrong, Christian. You might have to look this up. But didn't Stephen Hawking design that record? But he also, over the course of his career, had said that it's very likely that you don't want to go poking for alien attention. <laughs> the contents of the record were selected by a committee, and Carl Sagan was the chairman of the Carl committee. Carl Sagan? Who did I say? Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking, definitely. Okay, yeah, he's not a hypocrite. Definitely was like, yeah, odds are you don't want to go poking I, around I just, alien, you know, species. I'm out there. just saying, just to throw like, hey, this is where we're at. Come say hi. Right. It. I don't know, man. That's imagine flying a Jesus blimp around Christ. with your address on it. <laughs> we we have, I mean, if an aircraft from a different country entered our airspace, we'd freak the hell out. Well, like. 
if we were just like, hey, hey, if you don't look like a human, come say what's up. It's just, <laughs> and, and then for them to decide that for us is. We also okay. give them the blueprint of our DNA, so they just, right? they just show up with these DNA manipulating <laughs> like, weapons. Like why? Like what? Why does it explode? Like, I don't. Oh, under, he just became great I jelly. I don't even understand going to that length. It's like giving them like the social security number of mankind. I don't <laughs> under. Well, I'm who, sorry what to the, have. I'm sorry to have uh, let you know that that's what has happened. Ridiculous. It has unfolded. Uh, but I do want to say before we move on here that. Lesson one consisted of the the puzzle or that image that we talked about, as well as, I think, a selection of most of what we just talked about. Now, lesson two has two other images. One is called the second lesson. The other is the repressed ailment for the immortal. In this one, it looks like literally Rogue One's schematic for the Death Star is complete with a little ray coming out the eyeball part and everything. What the hell it does? This is what I'm thinking. Like this guy's a movie buff scientist. I'm just it's saying just... He, he could just be someone that's just pulling from different movies because that looks like the Death Star with even a ray coming out of mm -hmm. it. Now, or it's a on the left side, or Pikachu. on the right side, it looks like I've seen waveforms like that, but that also looks like a sun rising between uh, like a bridge or something, I mean, like the Golden Gate like Bridge I mean, or something. To me, it just is the bridge. Yeah. Anyway, these are uh, these are metaphysical. I cannot make at heads best. or tails of that. Now, these ones are the most recent one, and presumably the last lesson uh, that we have yet to see. So, the ones that we were just talking about with the Death Star-looking item, again, it's a 2D representation of an attempt at 3D. This one was uploaded December 19th. Happy birthday, self! December 19, 2014. I turned 24 that day, and. It was titled, again, Repressed Ailment for the Immortal. So this one came about two months after this whole mystery kind of kicked off. And I think it was essentially the last one, because after this lesson, the creator appeared to drop the lessons and the groups investigating the site started to fizzle out. And so this, the interest in this, while it drummed up very quickly, fell off over the course of these two months. And some people come through every now and then and try to answer what happens or what this is all about with the 432 mystery. Um, the wiki is still alive. Many people go there to try to post their theories. But the wiki, it should be said, is only accessible via the Wayback Machine at this time. And it seems to have been abandoned long ago. So, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it seemed like something that caught a lot of attention, started evolving very quickly, and it got beyond metaphysical, very complicated, and I think that's where people got lost. You're not going to keep people, if this is an ARG, you're not going to keep them if you're not given like a trickle feed of like answers or if they feel like they're getting nowhere. This one only feels to get more and more confusing. It feels like it got confusing and then the updates were just like rapid fire. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it, I don't know. It, it seemed like the creator was kind of over it. Yeah. And just went, here's the rest of it. Goodbye. I'm just trying to understand, like, when I look at the photos of these lessons and the names, if there's anything that can come to mind. But really, the trends I'm seeing are, you see audio waves, like, literally undulating waves. Yeah. You see a couple of spheres, a pyramid, and then there's definitely something going on with exponential growth, because one of these is pretty simple to explain. It's got this, like, waveform that then splits into two ovals 
And just like a family tree, those two ovals become four ovals, become eight ovals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And until it runs out of image space. And at the bottom, it has like an exponential growth curve. And then in this other one, it's got a circle split up into two, then into four, then into eight, then into 16, et cetera, et cetera. That kind of looks like a cell dividing and growing. But I'd like to think that the creator or creators found what they were looking for or the person that they were looking for and then just dis you know dismantled the whole thing looking for but 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 the thing is like there was no update or anything like Mm -hmm. that i feel like this was an arg and and they just had their fun with it and they went okay yeah i'm out this was fun but um i'm done had a good time yeah for sure but we'll talk about that uh, in the theory section. Just one more thing I want to talk about is the the significance of 432, because we've mentioned it a few times now. We've mentioned that it's the namesake, of course, of this mystery, but why? So the number 432 holds significance in ancient history, astronomy, acoustics, sacred geometry, genetics, geography, linguistics, and more. In terms of acoustics, a 432 hertz frequency has been thought to make for an easier listening experience with brighter, clearer audio and more dynamic range. I think what they're after is the tuning that you set a bass instrument to. Typically, my understanding is that A440 is what it's usually referred to as. It's the musical pitch corresponding to the audio frequency of 440 hertz, uh, and it serves as a tuning standard for musical notes of A above middle C, i.e. the A4, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to get way into the weeds of it, but it's basically like, how can you give sheet music from you to you to me to them, like, and make sure it stays consistent. And that's where you have your universal tuning standard of 440. Now, what is going on with 432? It's actually dropped down a little bit. Whereas with like pop or hip hop, what they might do is actually tune to 442 or 443. 444 is very common where they bump it up just a little bit and they do that in a couple ways. Now I'm just geeking out, but it makes it feel brighter because it's just a little bit higher pitch. It also speeds up because some people uh, achieve that subtle tune up by speeding up. Interesting. And so if you speed up a song by like one or two percent, it'll feel a little faster, but it'll also have a lot more energy to it. If you've ever noticed at a concert when they play faster, part of it is the adrenaline and part of it is it just feels more lively mm-hmm. when you play something a little higher, a little faster. I didn't even think about that. That's cool. Yeah. So with regards to acoustics, uh, there is like, if you start looking into tuning 440 versus 432, you could do a whole deep dive into that. But it's essentially, it's just an alternative pitch argued by some people to be superior to the 440 norm. Some people just prefer the sound of it. Now with, now coming back to my notes here, 432 as a, frequency is also associated with binaural beats, uh, which again, not to go off the deep end or anything, but simply enough have been described as auditory illusions capable of increasing cognitive activity and creativity. Now there is some pseudoscience, some science that back this idea that certain frequencies will wake something up in your mind or will activate certain brain waves because your your brain waves are in fact measurable and do have a frequency and some people think that if you want to encourage creativity you might wake up your theta waves for example I'm not sure if that's the right wave for creativity but doesn't matter and if you play a tune at that theta wave frequency it might 
kind of encourage your brain to jump into that wavelength. And so insane. I do genuinely think that there is something there between frequency, sound, what you're hearing in your brain. Not just, you're not just like hearing sound and moving on with your life. I think there can be an impact much like your diet has an impact on you. Yeah. Now, I don't think it's much more fantastic than that, but a lot of people really dive into the science of all this and sometimes again, pseudoscience. And this is why I wanted to bring up Tesla was because at some point in his life, I don't remember the frequencies in particular, but he was obsessed with the idea that certain frequencies when played were almost divine in that they would encourage health. In fact, they could encourage immortality. They could empower you to manipulate the universe. Now, he was a brilliant man, and even some of his proven inventions are beyond my capabilities. So when it comes to this realm, I can only share that information. I can't really speak on it. But it's very interesting nonetheless. I mean, who's to say that we can't though, because we use drugs to enhance True. Our 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 body, our minds, etc. Yeah. I mean, like you're saying too, food interacts with our, our body and you know, you eat too much, you get sluggish, you eat terrible food, you don't feel as sharp, etc. Right. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's I'm a, not subscribing a, to anything, I'm not promoting anything, but I would listen to someone talk. Yeah, I would listen to someone talk about That's, that. I love music. I love musical theory. And so when people start to get onto the fringe science of, of sound, I do perk up a little bit, if nothing else, but to listen out of intrigue. But with that said, I want to dive into a particular user's comments on this regard. On Reddit, in fact, there was a user named D8 underscore THC. They shared a post in the 432 Mystery subreddit, which is still active and alive. He explains that the messages have to do with 432. And this is kind of like a quick distillation of some of the things that they had to say. Harmonics of 432 are everywhere. I'm just going to list out what they said and I'll backtrack. So they say 108, 216, 432, 864. Obviously, what I'm doing there is doubling 108. Sound, frequency, and all that is just math. Music is just math. It's wild. Um, But with that said, they kind of started to connect some dots here. And some of this is a, is a little bit reaching, but again, I want to just... Okay. I just want to give this. I mean, a lot of it, a lot of this whole entire yes. mystery is in, pretty out there. But they're talking about the harmonics of 432. And I gave you those numbers so that way I could give you the following. The moon diameter is 2,160 miles. So there's your 216. They then said the sun diameter is 864,000 miles. So there's your 864. With regards to 108, they say 108 moons fit between the moon and the earth. 108 suns fit between the sun and the earth. 108 earths fit in the sun's diameter. Then they said 60 times 432 equals 25,920, which is the precession of equinox. If you take 432 squared, it's roughly the speed of light in meters per second. And then they said, this is all assuming, of course, that the counting system from the Sumerians, base 1260, for time and distance and miles, were divinely inspired. Further, they said, sonic geometry. There are hundreds of more examples. I'm just kind of quickly just saying what they said. Seconds in a day, 86,400. And then they said, Kali Yuga equals 432,000 years. Okay. With that said, my scientist wants to come out. My my thought on that is the fact that if you go searching for it, you're going to find a bunch yes. of things. Mm-hmm. 
I would, li- I would like to know the mm-hmm. number of times that it wasn't a hit, that it was a miss. Right. Right. What are all the times that yes, because you could have doesn't line up exactly because four three two you could say lines up with a thousand of these things, but if behind that is five thousand things where it didn't line up, right? Then it's just like okay, like you just kind of cherry pick the ones that worked for your narrative, and then here we are. Right. Also, the number 432 could be cherry-picked from these numbers. You know sure. what I mean? I think there's there's a lot of intrigue around why the moon is where it is. It's the biggest moon-to-planet ratio. It perfectly, like, it's the exact same size from the surface of the Earth looking out. It's the exact same size as the sun, hence you get these beautiful eclipses when they line up. Like, I think all that is astronomically beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's rare. I don't think much beyond that. Now... I then start to ask, like, well, why are you measuring in miles? That is essentially a made-up number. Like, a mile has... I could come up with something called a frick. And what is that? It's uh, it's whatever I want it to be at the time that, I, that you ask. But I'll just say it's the length of my specific index finger. You know? True. And what's that matter in the grand cosmos? So to defend that, they were saying, well, it's from the Sumerians, and if their way of doing distance and time and measuring and numbers was all divinely inspired, i.e. divine from either gods or the universe, and that's how it's all connecting. But I'm just like, I don't know. Again, it's very interesting that these numbers line up in this way, but to your point, uh, where are all, it could be coincidence. Where are all the times that it doesn't line up? Yeah. It's probably a bigger list. I would say so. It, and that, factually, it would be. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. You'd be like, well, what about that? No, that doesn't line up. This one, though, add yeah. that to the bucket. Like, if you only talk in coincidences, then you start to go, wow, that's a lot of coincidence. That sounds odd. True. And like, and it's cool. It tickles my brain. I love that kind of stuff. But that's where, you know, that's where I think, you know, the yeah. idea, the science of frequencies and the universe can start to really quickly get into pseudoscience when I do think that there is something there. Something. Just not everything. Yeah, I agree. With that said, let's dive into the theories to see what might be going on here. Of course, we talked about an ARG, augmented slash alternate reality game. It's typical of these internet mysteries. Basically, uh, a story is told by interactive media that people can either solve, get in touch with, or experience hands-on. We've seen things like Cloverfield, J.J. Abrams' Cloverfield Mm -hmm. had an ARG around it. Halo 2, has an ARG around it that maybe someday we'll discuss. We've talked about a few ARGs on this podcast, like Junko Junsui was, I believe, to be an ARG. If nothing else, it it was a very prominent theory. Was that, Christian, the one that was definitely turned out to be? It was confirmed to be an ARG, yeah. So we've talked about a few. Um, But what's interesting here is that the story of this particular, theoretically, ARG, it's unclear. There's no characters to follow. The way it interacted with people was kind of ad hoc and random, and then it disengaged with those people very quickly. Emotional. Emotional. And then it fell off. Like, there was no one really keeping it alive. It, like, it, even Cicada, when it fell off, someone came back and said, yeah. you just haven't figured it out yet. It's um, it's interesting. It just feels like it's this variety ARG, mm. where there's, there's, there's different experiences, some that interact back, some that feel one way, and then some that take you into the science route, and some that are more, um, you know, just like 
theories and it's weird it's scattered none of it feels focused yeah i mean there's some common threads throughout but um but yeah it does seem to lack focus from the get-go if you look at it holistically but that's where the next theory comes in some people believe that whoever created this, that the person behind the 432 mystery was simply trolling or in some way just messing with people on 4chan. Perhaps Austin's friend created the site and used him to share the first email to get on the X board to get people interested in it. Perhaps it was something that Austin created themselves in order to get attention. I mean, we talk about one hit wonders, right? Music, we talk about viral videos, viral TikToks, etc. Anything can go viral in a sense. And it just seems that perhaps one of the things that can go viral in the 4chan space are avant-garde, cryptic ideas like this. That maybe this doesn't mean anything. That this was just something that someone put together to look intriguing and to maybe have a deeper message, but maybe they didn't have one. Yeah, maybe they just wanted to drum up interest. Yeah. And they did that and they went, cool, I did it. Peace. Yeah. And then they had like, I ran out of gas. Because the fact, like you pointed out, it references a few movies across the way. Uh, in fact, it uses, like you said, the Disney runes for yeah. the at, from Atlantis. And then also it touches on a few tropes with regards to cults. End of days, mm -hmm. a lot of religious subtext here and there, geometry and frequency, while not super common throughout cults in general, are very common in this type of science-y space. And so... I think they plucked on a few familiar threads and I think the people big thing got excited. For me is that towards the end, it just seemed like they were just dumping a lot of like, not info, but like cryptic messages. Or mm. instead of, it seemed like they just grew out of being patient with it and they went, okay, I've had my fill. This is fun. But like, I'm on to do some other stuff. Here's the rest of it. You know, here's the photo and pictures and whatever and like trying yeah. to figure that out. And here's what I wrote to attach to each thing and it's really and interesting that. you say that because now that you say that I, I think about it the way it just suddenly it was like it was through someone's email address yes they wouldn't have known that that person was going to post it anywhere and then but it was and then it got a lot of attention and they were there ready to react right away yeah and almost as if to capitalize on that attention they started evolving very quickly almost as if to say no 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 let me keep your attention Whereas if this was a proper ARG, if you will, uh, and it had a meaningful plan, I don't know if it would have just dumped and then been done. Yeah. It would have trickled out. I feel like it would have It would have had progress being made with people answering things and engaging with it. I don't think at any stage there were answers. And typically an ARG has an answer or a phase, mm -hmm. and then the next stuff comes out, and then people start to solve that, and then the next thing, and so on and so forth. Well, this, because <laughs> I always bring it back to like m movies mm -hmm. but this or just cinema but this feels like a tv show where they were just like hey we had all these ideas but there's like there were ideas for three seasons but we have and they got canceled we after got one. canceled <laughs> after two seasons so they're just like dump the rest of us out here's everything else that we had planned yeah. like here you go but yeah, like it could be it's that. not we're not going to continue it could be that you know so. i don't, I don't want to disparage it if it was in fact an arg you know and maybe they watched their website traffic spike and then drop off very quickly they might have been like Oh, snap. Uh, our release pattern's not working. Just throw out the next yeah. phase. Yeah. But you're right. It did evolve very quickly. And it is worth mentioning, regardless of ARG or not, with regards to the theory of being a troll, um, the ex-board of 4chan is very commonly known, of course, for the paranormal phenomena that they discuss. But 
they love internet mysteries on that board. And so this would be the place to take either an ARG or to troll with a fake ARG. True. Maybe they just wanted to post something, see what people would say, see how far they could go. Didn't seem like anything sinister beyond engaging with people and creating a ooze and I mean, and they ahs. did dock someone, though. You, that, you know what? You're right. They, <laughs> they did dock somebody. I guess there just wasn't a, any light bulb moment. No. Like, nothing came of it, right? No, it, it very much... It, it was in a, a variety weird lane, and it just stuck on that, mm-hmm. like in that lane. Didn't really get crazy. I mean, who's to say that the person that got doxxed wasn't just like a part of it as well? And this is just me and this, you know what? this You're damn right. podcast making me think every which way. Well, who's to say Forrest isn't Austin and Austin isn't the right. email person? A thousand percent. It's like, hey, look, that's me. Yeah. It's my picture. And so that way I you don't it up. get yourself into hot water and then you kind of like... You create some intrigue, and you're like, "Oh, someone's face! Whoa, they got him!" Mm-hmm. And you're like, "All part of the plan, right?" It's like it's just me now. Everyone knows it's it's like everyone know it's me without them really knowing that I made it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm just thinking of this in different ways. Well, despite kind of, I think we've played our hand a little bit somewhere between ARG and trolling, but despite that. Many people still argue that since the creator of this site went to great lengths to create 11 extremely intricate puzzles, as well as the Dot .onion website, that they must have had a real purpose, some sort of motivation behind all of this. Perhaps they were in fact trying to get a message across, whether it be to garner a cult or a group or attention in some way, whether they had actual beliefs that they were trying to share and they thought they had enlightenment that they wanted people to know, is still a... Uh, up for debate right but see that i find hard to believe because mm. if you want to recruit people for a community then like you did a terrible job of it right and so if that was your main goal why would you not shift to something that would allow them you have this attention mm-hmm. if that's your primary goal you got the attention why wouldn't you shift it to allow people because people are were already willing to send you their emails and investigate why would you send them down a path of confusion right or maybe they just thought well now that i got the attention let's enact the actual game these puzzles Mm -hmm. but to your point though i mean it does seem that it fizzled out after two months and sure part of that equation is the interest of the people investigating the website fizzled out but it's also because it seemed like whatever content was there also fizzled out there's only two puzzles in lesson two and then there's nothing else. Again, referring back to Cicada, there was a lot of material, a road was laid, people followed the clues until some people got into the time gate at the very end, and then the next year another puzzle came, and when people didn't make it to the end of the third puzzle, people were like, well, we'll just wait till next year. And then next year came, the puzzle creator came forward and said, nope, still gotta do the old one. Like, at least there was a reminder that, hey, this is here, there is an end, go find it. Here, uh, you know, just, it just kind of fell off. Drop off. Yeah. Now, it is worth mentioning that people could have been, whoever was behind this, I should say, could have been insulted about how it was discussed, about how people approached it. Uh, maybe, again, under the idea that there was a specific message being relayed here that people were like, oh, you know, this is just this or it's nothing or whatever. You know, maybe they, they said, well, screw it. I'm going to keep my message to myself. I I don't want to play with the people that want to do these puzzles because they're not taking it seriously or, you know, what have you. But, 
Again, if there is a message behind all of this, behind these lessons, it's deeply unclear as to what it is. There's not a lot of clues to go off of in order to solve it. And a lot of it relies on things that very quickly get confusing, lose people, or are just straight up not known science. Right. I, I, I don't want to just throw it out the window as fringe science, pseudoscience, but it's kind of where it's headed, right? So... I mean, if you're looking to spread a message, you didn't spread it. I mean, maybe maybe we... Maybe we're spreading. We're spreading confusion. Come on down. Intrigue. And 432. You can find us on any street with the street address 432. You two will drop off after a couple pictures of confusion. <laughs> you two will just come to ignore us like everyone else has. I don't know. I, I do like some people think that the early messages carry most of the meaning, such as pointing to some sort of doomsday or societal collapse. And that's where it starts to get a little muddy and it's hard to not lump it in with a lot of doomsday cults that have watched dates come and go. The only thing they're yeah. missing is a date. I, I mean, honestly, yeah, that's that's one of the few things that are missing here. At first, I thought we were going to travel down the path of searching for like the one or like select individuals, those who are able to harness certain frequencies, mm -hmm, etc. Mm -hmm. um, but that never really came to light. Like, I feel like yeah. it touches on a bunch of different things. That's that's kind of why I feel the trolley. Yeah. part is, is probably more accurate or at least someone who threw something out there just to see how people would take yeah, it. Yeah, test the waters. Because like, whether it be real or an ARG, those usually have, they, they usually go further or there's more like specific engagement with people and like saying things like you said, like people that understand the frequency will understand this puzzle, you know, like whatever. But, and as a final note, just one little micro theory under the idea of there being a message here. This one comes from Reddit user dark winter cloud they wrote a comment in the 432 mystery subreddit explaining their theory on this purpose the purpose of this particular mystery quote it's not a scientific fact it's not a tool to make connection with another reality it's just reality as it is they continue to write that humans need to let go of supposed truths that they said and allow themselves to see beyond and connect with the universe as it is and to see that everything in this world has a meaning. 432 hertz is the frequency of life and every aspect of it. The puzzle helps one see beyond physical reality and perhaps a more spiritual one. So to their point, they're saying that there isn't an end goal, that there isn't a final answer, nothing to chase down, but rather someone who spilled their inner thoughts to the reality of nature. And if you wanna ground this in some wild science, you go with string theory, that everything at the very core of it all are just vibrations. It the thing is, then why muddy it? Like why muddy the waters? Maybe it's muddied by our lack of comprehension. True. Could be. But yeah, I mean, wouldn't you if you thought you had such clarity? I mean, I love that theory. I love the idea of that. Yeah. But you just gotta walk me down, explain it like I'm five. Right. Okay. Another subreddit that I'm deeply fond of because I like to hear things like I'm five. Oh, that's awesome. It, they just take complex things and explain it like you've never heard it before. And I'm like, do that here. Spoon feed me. Yeah. Squeeze it down into a cup of, a let's just say knowledge. Color cup of knowledge. You know what that way I, mean? I could just sip it down. Sip it on down. Right. But I don't know. This one, very fascinating. There was and a, then it, just spiraled. In the second it act, it had a quick like curveball. Crazy. Yeah. But not not one for the history books like a cicada no, or I a uh, say Lake so. City Quiet Pills because 
while the start is here and the buildup is there, it's just like the disappearance it of it all. It like, spiraled and then it was a hard drop off yeah. with, with no communication from the creator or anything like that. Mm -hmm. No, nothing to like help push that like you're on the wrong path, you're on the right path. Right. And it's awkward. It's, if you wanted it's to share your odd. divine knowledge, why would you be like, you're a liar? Right. Hatred will be exposed. Like and it's <laughs> odd because they very clearly are down to interact with the people yeah. that are interacting back. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. Yeah. It's it was the start of something very fascinating, and I and I do still think that it's intriguing. And oh, I love it, myself some internet mysteries. Intriguing as hell. I just very feel like it spiraled. Oh yeah, fast. I just can't get my mind out of the idea that well, pragmatically, probably someone having a good little laugh or or just sharing some interesting like I don't know images and seeing what people come of it. Right. Just let's see how they interpret this one. It's like my English one hundred and one class. Let's see what they take these red drapes to mean. <laughs> that means they're stressed. It's the externalized expressions of the protagonist. Oh, that's why I was more of a fan of math and just the absolutes. Right. Than, the, the rule of it all. Yeah. Then how do you feel about this or with the writer? It's like, well, it's like this and except for when this is that and that's this. And I'm just like, uh. Until math itself starts to get interpretive. And then you enter True. the realm of theoret theoretical algebra and you start to go, why am I yeah, trying then, to major in math? Yeah. I think it's insane. I was very close. To, I was, I think coming out of college, I was like a couple classes away from a minor in math. Just because as an engineer, you just have to do it. Yeah. And theoretical algebra was one of those classes. Ooh. And I was like, I, I can't. It's like, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Good. I just, <laughs> mm, don't take something that's so brick by brick. Exactly. This makes sense and go and now. No. Let me turn it on its head. Yeah, hypothetically You speaking. don't know anything. Yeah. Anyway, that's been the 432 Mystery Task Force, as always, when it comes to these internet ones. If you want to reach out to these emails and go to these websites be or careful. whatever. Yeah, just be careful. Don't be silly. Also, we are not advising you to do it. I'm, I'm telling you not to do it. But some of you are little rule breakers. So just yeah, do it with caution. Just caution. Don't dox yourself. I'll be the cool parent. Listen, you're going to do it. Just be smart about it. Okay? Don't go be stupid. Don't get yourself hurt. Yeah, do it on your little brother's laptop. Do it on your little brother's <laughs> laptop. <laughs> and the maybe close the browser when you're done. Oh, all right, Fredo. I'll see you back here for another mystery. Hold on a second, Christian. Is it is it October next week? Indeed, it is. Next week is the Ooh. first week of October. <laughs> next month, October. Task Force, buckle up, strap in, and grab your buttons because it is all about haunted houses. Oh, God. We've got a lot of exciting programming <laughs> uh, coming your way. Don't forget we've got Red Web Case Files out on the Red Web YouTube channel, but we're also going to culminate this whole month with another in-person ghost hunt. Super excited about that. And at somewhere in the middle of the month, we're working on an idea that hasn't been locked in yet, but we might do another, a little bit more interactive live stream of a ghost hunt. Stay tuned for that. Not going to promise that part just yet, but the rest all trying coming to, at you. Yeah, trying to lock that one in. But you guys are supporting us, and mm -hmm. so you're getting more Red Web. Yeah. Um, Unfortunate for me, because that means we're doing... I hate We're going to an so asylum, Fredo. <laughs> I hate so much. Goodbye. Goodbye.